A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Listeners, hello and a very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today, in this episode, I'm joined by a lady that's been part of a mini-series of the Seven Seas of Conscious Change, a lady by the name of Cheryl Peel. Cheryl, very warm welcome to you as ever. Thank you, kind sir. Lovely to be here again. And hello and welcome to your listeners as well. So the, the final countdown, Cheryl, episode four of four of this mini series of the seven seas of conscious change. So um, seems very appropriate to say, where do we go from here? It's over to you, Mom. Well, the second last sea of conscious change is complete. Now, I know that is not intuitive, but it is, in fact, the second last one. It, and the final one is celebrate. But let's talk about complete, shall we? Yeah. Um, before we do that, Cheryl, I mean, just to pick up a thread from the previous um, seas, it might be just worth taking a minute to to run through those very briefly. So we've got that thread. Oh, certainly. Let's do that. Um, we start with choosing. So a change event has eventuated. Oh, I should have picked another word, shouldn't I? Hmm. <laughs> Nevertheless, a change event has occurred. Whether or not you have um, chosen to have that occur, it has arisen. It is up to you, though, to consciously choose how you are going to respond to that change event and how you are going to engage with it. And that's why the first C is to choose. The second C is communicate. And this is communication with yourself as well as communication with others. It is incredibly important, the conversation that we have with ourselves, the way we speak to ourselves, and the way that we speak to others. We are the only person that we spend our entire life with. You can be a, a, a twin and still spend the entire life only with yourself. And so how you talk to yourself is very important. And speaking to others, it's how you are communicating with them, identifying who you need to communicate with, and also speaking to create your reality, to share with them this change journey. And after we do that, we look at creating. And creating is where you are creating your way forward. It is your plan. It's how you are going to get from where you are to where you need to be. And creating within that context is incredibly important, both the plan that you have and the space that you choose to create within that plan. After that, you have a plan. You've told people about that plan. You've chosen to put yourself on this path. It's time to commit. And committing is, is an act that you do more than once. It is saying, this is what I've chosen. This is how I'm showing up. This is how I'm moving forward. And it is a mindset commitment to getting from where you are to where you want to be, to create that reality that you're looking for. And after we commit, 
we start checking in. And you need to check in because you are finally moving forward with that plan that you have created and making that future a reality. And that can take whatever length of time it takes. It can be something that takes a day. It can be something that takes a couple of years. Whatever it is, you need to continue to check in on your plan. How are you progressing? And with yourself, how are you at this point? How are you situated personally? And how are you showing up? So checking in is incredibly important on a number of levels. And that goes on an iterative process until you actually finish what you have planned to create. And that's where you get up to complete. Right, before we dive in on complete, Cheryl, um, I don't think we've asked this question, listeners, before of Cheryl. How did this model come about? Oh, how did this model come about? It was in the middle of 2019. It was June, July of 2019. And I had reflected on my life journey to that point. The, the wins and the stretches and the learning opportunities, having built businesses and lost businesses, having worked in the public service, having experience as a project manager and a change manager and a healer, and looking to distill what I have learned into something that was both practical and yet encompassed mindset and mental wellness as well, because any journey that we go on, any change journey that we go on is a, is a combination of both. We are entities having a, a human 3D experience. So we are looking to learn and grow, but everything that we do, every challenge that we face is filtered through our perception of our reality. And so it was incredibly important for me to include practical steps with a, with a focus on wellness and mindset because you need both in order to get to the other side. And as I have said before, I'm incredibly grateful that I did create it because only a few months later I needed to employ it myself in a very significant way. So, yes, that's, that's why I developed it. Mm. Which brings us nicely, listeners, up to, as Cheryl said, that penultimate one of complete. So lead us in on the complete element then, Cheryl. Complete is, is penultimate for, for two important reasons, but we need, to, we need to focus on complete because we've gone through a journey and this journey has a start and a middle and an end. And it's really important as humans to recognise that something has a start and a middle and an end because then we can look at the achievement, we can look at that challenge as being something that has ended and you can look back at it and reflect. To complete is to say that I have, I have moved myself from where I was to where I am now. And that is what I planned to do. It may look somewhat different to the way that you had initially planned it. Nonetheless, you have gotten yourself from one place through this change journey to another space. And that is important to acknowledge because 
there has been effort and focus and energy and there has usually been more than one person impacted along this journey and it is incredibly important to be recognizing that there is an end to that to that sequence of events to that part of your journey mm, definitely definitely complete but it's not over there is it you know that's although that's complete there's another final C. So we're probably with these last two, Cheryl, rather than kind of just focus on one and then move on, you know, a game of two halves, if you will. Maybe we can dance with the pair of them at the same time. So lead us into the last one of the seven Cs. It is indeed um, a dance. They they do actually hold hands because they're they're important to be considered together. You are completing and then you celebrate that completion. And the reason that it is important to celebrate the completion is to understand that you did this journey. You got yourself from a point of overwhelm, from a point of potentially fear and stress and struggle to a space where you moved through. You consciously chose to involve yourself in this process, to be as much of a participant as you could. And you moved forward from that space with tools and with mindset. And to look back after you have completed, to recognize that you and anyone else who has participated in this journey has also gone on this journey with you. And to acknowledge that what you did was pretty awesome whatever it was that that change journey was that you experienced, it is something that is unique to you and that you have gotten yourself from one place to the next and that that is quite the achievement. So often in this day with so many demands on our time, we look at something and we, and we move forward and we, we look at that process and we implement the change and it's done. It's like, all right, that's done next. And that high level of pressure, whilst it is very dynamic, frequently inhibits the ability to appreciate and celebrate an achievement. And it is important to recognise and celebrate those achievements because it is in the act of completion and acknowledgement of that completion through celebration, that you put those positive recognitions, those important validations and acknowledgements, the word didn't want to come out, for yourself and for others. It's these achievements and the recognition and celebration of them that reinforce and reaffirm personal self-confidence and personal self-belief. And that's a redundancy by saying personal self, but it's important. I'm trying to, I'm trying to emphasize that that recognition, that validation that you did this, that you chose it and you took yourself and others through that journey, you got to the other side, and that you did what you said you were going to do. 
it's one of the larger promises that you keep to yourself, for yourself, and that helps in that bank. I believe we've discussed on a podcast before, Paul, have we not, the bank and the promises that we make to ourselves? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say on this celebration note, isn't it true that, and I'm going to offer a massive generalisation here, we're not very good at, at celebrating, are we? Patting ourselves on the back as humans, because you know that can do, we just get on with it, we just deliver, we just achieve. Stop making all the fuss, just you know, just crack on, just do it. And when it actually comes to, as you say, that reflection of wow, look what I've just done. Yeah, we're not we're not too clever at that, are we not? I agree that uh, culturally, it is it is something that often. It is diminished. And I'd like to emphasise that there is a difference between bigging yourself up and boasting and recognising that you have applied effort and achieved something. So it is, it is culturally something that um, in the UK I've seen it and in Australia as well. In Australia it's called tall poppy syndrome. And... <laughs> it, it is and and it's it's one of those you know don't get too big for your britches that kind of thing but there is a difference there is a difference between acknowledging that you have worked hard to move from one place to another whatever that change journey was and that you did it and that it is done and a level of satisfaction and pride in what you have done is different to being boastful and and having a feeling of arrogance. It's very different. And I would really encourage listeners to, to take them a, a moment and think about for yourself what the difference is for you between being satisfied and having a sense of achievement and then feeling perhaps arrogant or boastful. I want to play with this a little bit, Cheryl, if I may. I want to, uh, in the most respectful and loving way, I want to say, Cheryl, you know this great model you've created, the seven C's? Just dance with, just flirt with me a little bit on this, and let's make it the six C's of conscious change. And I want to pick out an area where we can apply those first six C's two. And if you can take us through that process and the area that I want to focus on, Cheryl, of the six C's is actually number seven, celebration. How do we apply those six C's to the seventh C, if that all makes sense? Or am I being a little bit too creative here? There's no such thing as too creative, truly. And I, I, would, I would say that to, to a preschool class as well. There's no such thing as too creative. But I'll have to think about it a moment. Let me see. How would I apply the first six C's to celebrate? I think it's a wonderful challenge. Thank you for offering it to me. And uh, see, Flynn's excited by the idea yeah. as well. <laughs> Flynn's excited. Flynn's excited by the idea as well. It is... It is your conscious choice to own 
your journey, whatever that change journey was, is your conscious choice to acknowledge that you have completed it and that it deserves celebrating. So that is, that is choose. Communication is about your discussion with yourself, your dialogue with yourself to say, I did that and it was hard and I pushed and it may have stretched me more than I expected to stretch and yet I did that. And I was bravely vulnerable and I asked other people to help me and they did as well. And to thank the people who helped you on your journey is another part of the communication to acknowledge them, to, com to create a way to do that, a plan of how you are going to acknowledge and celebrate. That's the creation strategy. And to commit to it is to say, I will do this because it is part of my journey to acknowledge that I have traveled through this journey, that I have achieved this outcome and that it deserves to be acknowledged because it is a part of my journey. Commit is important. Checking in is important because you are looking back and saying, I did this and I did that and this stage was achieved and that stage was achieved and X helped me there and Y assisted me there. They delivered. And so looking back and checking in is an important seed when you are celebrating. And then looking at the completion, the culmination of events, the reflecting on the lessons learned, all that happened, all that perhaps happened slightly unexpectedly in a different way, and yet you pivoted, you were resilient, and you consciously chose to adapt and overcome and you reflect on your completion and then you celebrate. I think that. Yeah, very, very well done. Because I put you on the spot there, Cheryl. So, uh, yeah, well done for that. And the reason I did that, listeners, is there's a D word for me that, uh, that underpins this, and it's called deservedness. And I kind of alluded to it with, with what I said to Cheryl there around this. We're not very good at, at accepting praise and self-praise and recognition because we, you know, as a, yet again, massive generalization. No, we shouldn't generalize, but allow me to allow me to play with this just a little bit. That this, you know, we just get on with it, we just deliver, and we don't take that reflective time, that reward, that self-recognition, that self-pampering. Do you know what, Paul? You've achieved something great there. Just sit back, reflect. And do you know what? That bar of chocolate that, you know, whatever your little treat is you don't normally have because of whatever reason, have it tonight and enjoy that. So that's why I did that, because what that does, Cheryl, doesn't it? It kind of, it blasts out the water, doesn't it? That deservedness that we, you know, to varying degrees, yet again, massive generalisation, when I use that we word collectively, that we tend to have. So that was why I approached it that way. I agree. It, it, was a, it was a wonderful uh, approach and it did make me reflect. And I would like to extend on it just a little bit when you are talking in terms of deservedness and recognition. Where it is 
a change journey that might have affected the people around you as well, your family, your team, it doesn't matter. Celebration is an opportunity to acknowledge them as well, that they participated in this journey as well, and, and to acknowledge that you all made it through in your different ways to somewhere else. So if it is easier for your listeners to embrace the concept of deservedness for themselves and for others, sometimes it's easier for us to embrace it for others. It, please consider that as well that the celebration of the achievement of the change journey is a selfless thing more than a selfish thing. It is about deservedness. And deservedness is more than just us. So taking first steps, Cheryl, that obviously we're aware of the seven C's now and, you know, throughout the various stages of the uh, the journey we you know we've, we've whistled stopped and given a one or two practical examples but that first all important step in any in any journey is well is literally critical isn't it because without that first step listeners at the risk of stating something blatantly obvious there isn't a second third or fourth step so you know sometimes when we're stuck cheryl you know we can have the best tools the best resources but we're just stuck, aren't we? I mean, is there a kind of prelim stage to this that I've got this great model, I know what I've got to do, but somehow, I don't know, I feel stuck. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it is often, and I developed the seven C's of conscious change for precisely that reason to get through that, that feeling of stress or overwhelm and fear that can happen. And it's happened to me more than once and it happens to everybody at, at a point in their lives. The very first thing that I would love for your listeners to do is to acknowledge that they are human and that it is okay to experience emotion. And that as, as we have discussed before, the chemical response for an emotion is 90 seconds long. That is the instinctive reaction. You won't be able to stop that. It'll be 90 seconds. What you choose to do after that, your conscious response is up to you. And within the context of that, it is whether you choose to live your life at cause as someone who creates motion, who moves forward, or to live your life at effect and to believe that the world happens to you and that there is very little that you can do about it. That is, that is the base choice. So for me, the first thing is, as I said, recognize that you are human and that you will have an emotional response and an emotional reaction before that response and that's okay and then decide who are you going to be how are you going to show up are you going to be someone who does something about it or are you going to be the person who needs to be rescued 
and who believes that there is always going to be someone to rescue you because life happens to you. Mm. That, that is the first and the most basic choices. So as we start to wind this down, listeners, I just want to um, play with this one last time because this is the finale, as I've said, you know, four of four, episode four of the four. So Cheryl, just as previously I took one away to present six, I'd like to add one now to make eight. And the one I'd like to add, if I may, is right at the beginning, before the choose, I'd like to add the word compassion. Would that make a difference, do you feel? For us to know that we're going to enter into this, what might be an eight-stage journey or a subsequent seven-stage journey, but we're going to do so from a point of self-compassion. You know, because when we start to talk about words like deservedness, we need to kind of unlock that a little bit. And I think if we frame it and we're aware that, do you know what? I feel absolutely, I was going to say a word then, listeners. I won't say it. I stopped myself. The 90 seconds kicked in in about 90 milliseconds. But <laughs> that, yeah, I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to be loving to myself because I deserve this. I might feel not very clever at the moment. Do you know what? So I just offer that, Cheryl, by way of a, a different dance, if you will, as we could start to come to a close in this mini-series of The Seven Seas of Conscious Change. Any thoughts? Compassion is a brilliant word and a wonderful concept, and it is something that I genuinely hope that your listeners and both of us practice on a regular basis towards ourselves and towards others. It is, I would love to believe, a baseline operating state for humans who are looking to be evolved, to behave like humans on the planet, if that makes sense. Very much so. Very much so. So there we have it, listeners. We, uh, we, we had a play with six. We had a play with eight. And I think we'll settle in the middle for Cheryl seven. Seven, Because after all, it is her model. And that would only be respectful, wouldn't it? So, Cheryl, before we come to a final close then, um, share your contact details with us. Certainly. You can find me on Clubhouse at Cheryl Peel. You can find me on LinkedIn at Cheryl Peel. And you can find me online at the really long, the really long website name of theconsciouschangecollective.org. And I look forward to seeing and speaking to your listeners at any of those places. So just before I do the final sign off, listeners, as I always do, Cheryl, I'll just hand it over to you. Any closing remarks of any aspect at all, really, of this uh, four part mini series? I, I will. I would like to thank you for this opportunity. These conversations have inspired me to actually start my own podcast and I will be doing that. And it is, it is the conscious conversations that we have with other human beings that make this world a better place because when we have conscious conversations such as this, when we elevate ourselves and each other is when the 
best pieces of humanity shine. And I am grateful for the opportunity to share conscious conversation with you and your listeners. Superb, Cheryl. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always. And so there we have it, listeners, the end of this mini-series, as I've said. And all that remains now is for me to sign off by saying, remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?